Welcome to the Boss Room. My name is Alex Kaz. Tonight I'm joined by my co-host, Shamster. Boom. We're also joined by Imamu. All day. All night. Finally, we're joined by Omi. <laughs> Back again. Hype block. Hype block. Hype block. So the first news story of the night is the February PlayStation Plus games have been announced. And boy, this is a doozy of a one. They are giving out some great games here. So first, they're giving out Destruction All-Stars, which is a brand new PS5 game. So, I mean, it's going to be online multiplayer, so it makes sense they're going to be releasing it on PlayStation Plus. The big one of the month is the PS5 and PS4 version of Control Ultimate Edition, and the PS5 version actually releases alongside this version, so that comes out on February 2nd, as well as Concrete Genie. Um, So I think it's a great month of games. What do you guys think? I was pleasantly surprised to see Control there. Because I know a lot of people were upset that Control, you needed to buy Control a second time to get the high-end features on the PS5. So I think that kind of redeemed um, themselves uh, with providing it for free. Did you say that it's coming alongside the PS5 version? So the PS5 version has not been released for Control Ultimate Edition, and it releases on February 2nd, which is the day that the PS Plus games go available. It's the same game, then. You could just buy yeah. it if you wanted to. Okay. I thought yeah. you were saying, for some reason, it was a PS4 Ultimate, which I thought PS4 Ultimate automatically had the PS5 version, so I wasn't sure what you were saying. So that's cool. If you already had it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have the PS4 only then you can still download it for the ps4 so i think that's kind of the thing okay whatever happens if you get it on playstation plus and you download it you'll have the ps5 version if you have a ps5 right or you could choose to play the ps5 version over the ps4 version i think the ps5 version comes automatically with the ultimate edition so i think regardless yeah okay if you already had control on the ps4 they weren't gonna upgrade you for free on the ps5 so a lot of people got upset about that Mm mm-hmm but now okay. they're actually giving you the game with the PlayStation. If you give them 40 or 50 bucks for the annual I subscription. I mean, technically or, for me, if you don't have the PlayStation Plus for the PS5, you're kind of losing out on the PS4. Oh, definitely. So it's almost like the Xbox. And, you know, mostly everyone that buys the console will have the subscription, to be honest. I have it for the PS5, but I actually didn't have it. I had it at first for the PS4, but then I, I let it go because... I ended up with so many games that I got super duper cheap when they had the big flash sales. So then I never played even those a lot of the time. So I just, I gave it up after a while and I didn't play a lot of multiplayer games, but when you're right though, for sure, like now with the PS five, you you definitely uh, get something out of it. A lot of value in it. It's a must for the PS five in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Is destruction all stars, a new title for uh, PlayStation? Yeah, it's sort of like a Rocket League-esque type game yes. that, that meets like a Destruction Derby, and I guess you can get out of the car, so maybe Fortnite-ish. Like, I don't know. That's kind of the vibes I'm getting from it. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to pick it up because it's a free PS5 game, so, I mean, no reason not to, but, you know, I'm not, like, crazy excited for it. But, you know, they were actually going to release this game for $70 initially, and then it got delayed, and then they decided to just give it out for for PS Plus, which is a much better move, in my opinion, because I don't think I would pay $70 for this game. But 
I'll try it out on PS Plus for sure. And they, and they kind of have to do this, and I know we'll get into this later, but I mean, they already delayed another one of the games they've been promoting pretty uh, significantly with Returnal, which I know we'll talk about. But they, there's really nothing else. That's why you get so much value out of it when you when you have it for the uh, PlayStation Five, and that's also why it's a must because that's kind of how you play the games. Unless you're into a few of the big ones that came out, which I'm not. I'm just very excited to just test out Control to see how that looks because apparently the PC version looks really good. So I'm curious to see how that PS5 runs that, especially with the native PS5 version. And speaking of free games, Microsoft um, Game Pass also launched um, Control. So I did download it. Oh, so you already have it then? Yes. You got to claim it there, uh, PS Plus too, though, because why not? <laughs> very true definitely um but uh i was pleasantly su- surprised to see it there and um they they off- also offered um yakuza um um 3 4 and 5 oh my and uh elder scroll um 5 is coming out skyrim if not already um but yeah they're giving a lot of free games so. well i mean they own bethesda now so they should be able to give you skyrim i think Doom Eternal's on there too now, right? Uh, Doom. Uh, yes, I did see Doom. That is correct. No, and also um, I have to download um, Gears Five because I was actually gonna pick it up, but then Gears Five they just they announced that Gears Five was free. So, uh, so for ten dollars, I'm getting I'm getting my money's worth to be honest. Yeah, you're getting a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, I am having so much fun right now. <laughs> Well, speaking of Microsoft, uh, this actually happened last week when we were recording. Um, It turns out that they had doubled the price of Xbox Live Gold, and basically the internet exploded at them and was very angry, and then they backtracked about 12 hours later or, or, you know, later in the evening on Friday night, and they basically said that free-to-play games are no longer behind the paywall for gold. And uh, they just moved the price back to the normal Xbox Live gold price. But I do think they did some damage in regards to PR by you know, just increasing this price hike in the first place. Totally a bad move by Microsoft. I'm not, I don't even understand why they would do that. Um, I mean, it was good today, you know, turned it back and said that they weren't going to do it but you know just just they had to think about this before putting that out there because um yeah there was definitely a lot of outrage um and they were probably going to lose a lot of people what's the justification for them even doing that because not only did they double the price and they took away uh some functionality or, or some of the access that you had with the original price they're they're trying to push people to game pass ultimate which would have been the same price at that you know, it's like 120 a year, I guess. So that's what they're trying to do is push you to Game Pass Ultimate because it would basically be the same price. But it seems like the Xbox community is behind Xbox Live Gold still. I think just the Xbox Live name still holds a lot of value, but yeah, not a good move. To be honest, the entire, unless if they're providing games for free, um, similar to what I'm paying right now, having Xbox doesn't really hold up anymore, especially when you have Steam that provides it for free and you have a lot of third-party apps that allow you to talk with your buddies. But 
for Xbox or even PlayStation to lock a service that they're not even hosting technically. It's from other um, uh, companies that's actually providing a lot of the 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 net codes and they and they allow you to talk with your buddies without Microsoft even getting involved. So for them to actually pump up the price as they did doesn't really make sense. And it just seemed like they were just being greedy and they were testing the waters and that would probably set a new president. And then if that worked, then guess what? PlayStation would definitely pump up their price too. It's just too greedy. You know, um, they just look silly, but I I guarantee you PlayStation and them probably would have done the same. Whatever happened to Project xCloud? I think that's part of Game Pass. Well, is it? I know they were working on that pretty hardcore and it was going to be a big thing. I thought that that's what they might have been promoting or, or hyping up, basically saying that the price is going to make the the infrastructure so much better that they're going to notice a huge difference when playing on the service. I think it's still available. I think you have to have um, uh, the ultimate. Um, yeah. Yeah, to have that. So okay. that's probably why you don't hear a lot about it. Because if I remember correctly, that was, that was released as a beta um, November of, I want to say it was... 2019? Yeah, 2019. And then it was available for uh, people that had Ultimate the following year. So yeah, it's there. Then they try to add that to the Mac as a beta as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I understand the the cloud thing, but separate that from just having people pay a monthly thing just to play this the game. That's silly, and it's it's archaic. It's not needed anymore. I understand if Microsoft and Sony and all of them were hosting all the voice chats and everything else. I get it. But technically, you don't need it. You know, you can let the developers deal with that, <laughs> you know, because if you look at the entire system, the Xbox is just a PC. The PlayStation yeah. is just a PC. But if my computer can just jump in and I could talk to all my buddies why do we have to pay for this service? Obviously, Microsoft is just penny-pinching us. Well, especially Microsoft, too, because I understand Sony. Sony doesn't have a cloud service, but Microsoft owns Azure. Like, why Why would you charge people if you own that service? <laughs> Sony pays Microsoft to, to do their cloud hosting. Right. Like they had so, a deal that they signed with them. <laughs> right. So I, so, so I, can see, I can see Sony, you know, charging people because obviously they need to pay for the service, but but Microsoft owns a cloud service. Like, come on, you you. I get hosting the game, I get that part. That is a different thing. But right now, every game, you should be allowed to even voice chat with your friends and do all these things without Microsoft, without having to pay anything. And if you want to jump in and and jump into their service, so that way you could get free games and for them to update the games and, and manage that, that that should be a completely separate system altogether. Yeah, but they're, de- they're definitely not going for that. So, But Sony used to do that. We didn't even have to pay before to chat with our friends on the PlayStation. No, PS3, PS Plus was free all, until the PS4 hit, and then you had exactly. to pay for it. That's exactly my point. The thing is, though, they're used to getting money for it, and if they give it for free, they're losing billions of dollars now, Whatever, whichever company. So it this point they're not going to do that and when sony's was free i remember the experience wasn't as good like like xbox definitely had a more polished experience so you are kind of getting what you pay for a little bit but they're charging a lot like nintendo charges 20 bucks a year they could do something like that but they're not going to i get why sony's system was lackluster i get that and similar to nintendo to some point why because they're great at building hardware microsoft right what is microsoft 
they are a software company. So they're great yep. at dealing with software. I get why Microsoft system works. Microsoft has been doing networking and servers and, and gaming forever before most of these companies. Mm-hmm. So I get that part, but I'm sorry. People are going to start talking. Right now, Microsoft just opened up a can of worms, and now people are really thinking, is this even worth it? Well, the reason I thought it was worth it because it's been so cheap. And I this is the direction gaming as a service is going. If it keeps get increasing in price, just like Netflix or anything else, it's going to get a little out of hand. But for now, I think the price is right. But like you're saying, people will start talking because if it keeps going up, I'm not going to jump on board. I already got enough stuff to play. So I can definitely see that. That's definitely a good point. I can guarantee you it's not over. Microsoft is just like, mm, maybe we jump too quickly. Now we got to do it in small bites until we get to that point eventually it'll be an incremental thing so they'll start with three bucks two bucks they had to have thought about this so i'm wondering if they're just testing the waters but if they are they're being a little too aggressive that's that's all they did because if you think about it right games were supposed to be around this price around the time of the ps4 and they were even thinking about bringing it to 70 and up in price they thought that it was too aggressive, so they found a new way of doing it, which is... DLC. DLCs, right? So right. all they did was change it around so that way it's easier for us to swallow. That's all they did. And now I'm just sitting back and watching how is Microsoft and Sony will bring the price up. And let's see if people will bother, I mean, go crazy again. Because right now, it's a different trend where social media rules and it's easy for people to show their dissatisfaction dissatisfaction quite quickly look at how rob i mean not trying to jump on other things but look at how quickly they jumped on robin hood for doing what the they hood. did and yep. <laughs> and i could see i think right now microsoft is really kicking themselves because they know that everyone is watching now, including us, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and we will, if they bring it to a dollar in a few weeks, they can't. You know, it's got to be like six months from now or something where yeah, in yeah. reality they wanted to do it quicker. So <laughs> they'll make sure that it wears out a little bit. They need to put some systems out and, and have some systems accessible so people can actually play it before they even start thinking about doing stuff like that because people can't even get the system right now. that's what i'm saying like everything was it was badly timed that's like why would you price hike before you can even get the new console like how does that even make sense that is yeah i don't i don't get that's what i'm saying it it just seems like it's too aggressive it seems like it it's there's a reason they did this but i'm not i'm not a huge microsoft yeah no it's money it's just money (laughs) i mean they don't need the money either because in three months, they made enough money for two Bethesda acquisitions. So <laughs> they're, they're not they're not hurting for money. But at the end of the day, the moral of the story is get your PS Plus, get Xbox Live, get all that at CD keys because you're going to save a lot more money. If it's legit, which it seems like it is, CD keys, shout out. It is legit. To, to be honest, I might just get another PS Plus and just like get it Stack going. Stack it up. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of doing that too. Stack them until every, once everyone finds out about CD keys, it's uh, price is going to go up there too. Maybe we shouldn't tell them the secret, but we are sharing it with you guys. It's uh, <laughs> DVD keys. You know what's funny? Um, I actually forgot that I added an extra year 
of subscription for my PlayStation service. So when it was time to renew, it automatically renewed, and I thought they charged my card, and I had to call them up, and they said, you had two years of service. So I'm like, how did I get two years? And I forgot. I did purchase one from CD Key, and it, ju- and it paid for two years of service. So it's worth it. If they actually would have increased the price, it wouldn't hurt me any until in a year. Wait, you bought it? You bought two on purpose, right? You didn't just well, didn't automatically renew one for you, did they? No, no, no. I ha- it, it didn't expire yet, so it was going to expire in six months. So I already okay. purchased a CD key oh, okay. for a year. And so it still showed that it was going to expire. That's what confused me. And then okay. it actually just renewed. And then it automatically triggered. Because you the, pay for it. Uh, I got you. Right, right. I wish that it would have automatically say it, it will expire in 2022 or something like that but it doesn't it actually will still show that you're going to expire in six months and then it'll re-trigger and then the the time will change for when it's truly going to expire well so. and by that point you might have a ps5 anyway so it'll be good <laughs> oh i'm still getting free games i couldn't care less um <laughs> that's all <laughs> i still have a ps4 i mean we're still playing the same games together <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> Except for one big one, we'll talk about. Which that. one is that? It's a demo. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did play that, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. So the final news category of tonight is Returnal has been delayed until <laughs> April thirtieth. Now. I probably wasn't going to get this game at launch anyway, but now this comes out the same day as new Pokemon Snap, so I'm definitely definitely not getting it. So, I mean, I probably wasn't getting this game anyway, but uh, if it becomes a PS Plus game at some point, I'll try it out. And my only thought is, will Sony release a game before April? That's a first-party PS5 mm-hmm. game. That's not Destruction All-Stars. That's a PS5 right. exclusive? Like, you can't get it for the PS4, too? I don't know. It doesn't have to be that. Let's just say a Sony exclusive. Well, the one I want is is Ratchet, but me too. Yeah, me we'll too. See. But right now, as a non PlayStation Five console owner, I don't feel bad because <laughs> I don't feel like there's anything out there now. That game right. that looked pretty interesting is not gonna be there. So I am fine because right now I feel like if I had the PS Five, it would just sit there until an amazing game come out. He's pretty much, he is right, because my, I mean, I use mine all the time for multimedia, and I do play some stuff on it, but most of the stuff I play is either uh, really good demos or uh, or PS4 games. Right. For me, my PS5 has been essentially my PS4 Pro, but a little bit better than that, because I had the base PS4, so I've been playing games that I kind of skipped over and are experiencing them like PS4 Pro, so, I mean, that's good in itself. I get, I get you. Like, cause de- definitely that was an upgrade. But for me, I, I'm a PS4 Pro owner. Here's my setup for Imamu. He's gonna get the PS5. Let's say after Horizon comes out. So then, hopefully by that point, he'll be able to get Miles Morales, Ratchet, and Horizon. Play all of those in anticipation for God of War. That sounds amazing to me. <laughs> I, I don't think God of War is going to be out for a while, though. So neither. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to launch until 2022, right? Horizon is going to be a big game, though. So that'll. I'm sure Imamu wants to play that too. I do. Yeah, looks, I do. I definitely do. Yeah. But I don't know if Horizon is a are one of those games that I actually will jump out there and go buy a console just to play that one game. What about Oddworld? 
Odd World. <laughs> Odd World's on PC. I know. So, yeah, I'm but you. Uh, it's not going to have that. So well, many games out for PC. This is a different world now. Well, the, if you play it on the PC, will the haptic feedback if you use a PS5? If, it, if it's yes, if it's on the PS5, the haptic will work. So then, why would you ever get a PS5? God of War. Because of God. That's, <laughs> that, that's going to be on PC day one. No, God of War will not. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't think. If it does, PC. I will never buy a PS5. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the fact that Imamu wants to get God of War so bad, he'll get the PS5. So then he does have other games he can play that will be amazing as well. But, you know, Horizon isn't a game you would necessarily, you know, purchase a system for. But if you already have the system, you'll probably still want to play it. I have the system. Definitely, I'm I'm going to pick it up. It's one of those games where you need. He's probably going to buy a PlayStation 5 for Gran Turismo, but that's also on PC, so. <laughs> and that's also not coming out for a long time. Wait, Grand really? Turismo? Gran Turismo would not be on PC at all. That's a Sony That's a Sony game through yeah. and through. You sure? I don't know if the new one would be on PC, but I'm saying that game could be a PC game. It could be, but it, it will not be. <laughs> it's a Sony game, so I doubt that. Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't think that would ever happen. I could see it happening maybe like a few years down the road because Horizon 1 is on PC now and so is Death Stranding. So maybe eventually, but you know, they're going to try and sell PS5. So I. But I'm having so much fun with Forza. <laughs> it's it's such an yeah, amazing Forza. game. Forza is where it's at. We're going to get into some more driving games soon. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, can't wait for that. But yeah, to be honest, uh, PS5 does not ha- it, it's not looking like super great necessarily for 2021 as of now, but we'll wait and see. I mean, it still has more exclusive games than the Series X does because basically any Xbox game is on PC anyway. But yep. And plus, this is almost like once you buy the PlayStation 5 when it just launched, not a great idea. It's better to wait. So why would I rush to to get this console when I know that Sony is actually tweaking it and changing parts, similar to what I, I just heard about the fan, for instance. Uh, some of the um, the YouTubers that test the systems, they got a better fan, but some uh, some regular consumers, when they opened it up, it was a cheaper fan, um, which was a little bit louder. Still provided the same cooling effect, but it was just a little bit louder. The bearings were cheaper. So things like that, I feel like Sony's still tweaking things. So I'll wait until Sony really get this thing buttoned down. Well, I mean, there's also going to be a shortage on it till the second half of this year. Same thing with the Series X, just because AMD makes all the chips to everything. So right. that's all going to be delayed anyway. Or not delayed, but just uh, not as plentiful as Microsoft or Sony would like. Well, they're all kind of like that, too, because of the pandemic. So it's even hard to get switches nowadays. Uh, no, I just saw it on um, Walmart today. It was just fine. At Walmart? Or... Yeah, Walmart. I've seen switches on Target, too. Um, yeah. It seems it... like it's a lot easier to find them now. I said it was selling like hotcake, but it's yeah. still, still available. They're impossible to find during, like, you know, the summer of last year, but... Basically, since, you know, September of 2020, they've been, you know, somewhat readily available to where you can just go to a store and get it. But that has not happened for the new consoles because everything, the second it goes up, most bots just pick it up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They said they were going to work on that, but they don't don't care. As long as they get their money, they don't care. Yeah. 
does look like uh, Gran Turismo Sport may be coming to the P. There was there's a rumor um, running around out there uh, that there was a listing on uh, Amazon France that was uh, taken down quickly. Um, they called Sony to see if that was true, and they decided not to comment on that. But uh, yeah, it looks like that may or may not happen. So we'll we'll wait and see. They said that they want to give uh, they might want to give Microsoft a run for their money with the Forza and uh, and let the PC users play. But that's still a rumor. We shall see how Sony deals with it. They might just you know leave it on the Sony PlayStation Five for six months and double dip on that money. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my guess. I think it, it makes sense for them to release it as an exclusive for the PlayStation 5, sell some consoles, sell some games, and then just release it for uh, for PC. And also, yeah, double double dip there. Yeah, I could see that happening down the road, at least not for a couple of years, though, would, would be my guess. But um, like Demon Souls, actually, when that trailer came out, they had uh, it said on PlayStation 5 and PC and then basically Sony said, no, it's just PlayStation 5 only. But I could see that going to PC as well at some point. So my guess is that Sony probably has certain games locked up to their consoles for a certain amount of time when yep. at that so at that point later on, they're able to you know place it on PC. I do have to say um, uh, Horizon looks great, but you know Gran Turismo looks really good as well. So I'd, I'd love to play that game. Oh, no doubt. They're both amazing car games if you want to play you know any game that feels real racing game that yep. feels real those are the two hey grand Turismo, there's damage right on the vehicles yeah you see some damage and then eventually it resets itself i think the only racing game that i've actually played where like the damage you have to like actually fix was like one of the need for speed games it was the uh porsche unleashed one where like the damage actually made to the car um you had to like actually fix yes i remember that and which one was it that you could actually trade your um, the slips, the pink slips uh, for your car? Oh my god! Um, I want to say that was also one of the Need for Speed ones, but I don't. No, it was. Exactly. It definitely was. It was pretty cool. Where you can modify it and then sell it to someone online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've never been a really big simulation racing game type player, but that brings us into the boss featured topic BFT. so this week is the 21st anniversary of crazy taxi on the dreamcast in japan and that just leads into our bft of the week which is what is your favorite arcade style racing game now let's just start off at crazy taxi because this is like <laughs> at the very top of my list yeah me too number one for for me, I prefer the Dreamcast version over everything, even over the arcade, because that's that's my game. You know, just the Offspring song at the beginning, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> man, come on. Yep, that took so many quarters for me. Iconic. Oh, that my game. God. That game is great. That game. Um, I played a lot of that game in the arcade and on the Dreamcast. Part two, I want to pick up. I haven't picked it up yet. Uh, for for Dreamcast, but uh, it's it's a little more expensive, I think. Do you, any of you guys play it on the PC? Crazy Taxi. I have it on the PC from the Dreamcast collection I purchased recently, but I actually haven't really played it. I downloaded it and I haven't installed, but I just you know, at at some point I I will play it, but I just will go over to my Dreamcast and play it if I want it, if I want to do that because 
just using the Dreamcast controller. That's just giving me the, the nostalgia. So I, I yeah. prefer doing that. I only played it on the PC. With the wheel? No, not with the wheel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the ar- the arcade was amazing with the wheel and the pedals. I'm sorry. I played it at you the arcade. Out. I do enjoy that. No, o- Omi, I was referring to. <laughs> you yeah, have to have a license. Just, he wasn't born yet, so I get it. But Chancer, to go back to your point about Crazy Taxi <laughs> 2, I have not played that game. Yeah, the only reason I didn't get it, it costs a little more. And um, also, I think that it's very similar to the first one where there's not a ton of re- uh, replay value. It's definitely uh, really arcadey, which is good. But for the price, I just didn't want to want to pay yet. I'll see. I'll see what happens. But uh, I think because I still I don't remember exactly. I think it still has only like two or three maps, uh, something like that. And like another mode or something but it's not deep it's not any deeper than the first one maybe a tiny bit uh, i think it does this thing where you can jump the car or something like that uh, it's cool it's definitely definitely cool it's worth checking out but it's it's gonna cost you a little little bit maybe maybe 40 50 bucks 30 between 30 and 50 somewhere i'm not sure but it also depends if it's complete so while we're still on great crazy taxi here, I do want to quickly mention Simpsons Road Rage, which is basically the uh, Simpsons version of Crazy Taxi. And I did I think I rented this back in the day on the PS2, but uh, my wife had this in her collection. So I have it on GameCube now. And it's just basically Simpsons Crazy Taxi, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> I, I got tons of Wait, Wave Race was one of my favorites. That was on the N64. That game, that game, I spent a ton of time in that game. That and Diddy Kong Racing on the N64. Wave Race 64 was a great game. Yeah, I actually have that game. I don't have I don't have the manual, but I have the box and the game for it. And that just like even the water today is like it still it look obviously doesn't look it's the best. real, but it still looks good. Like the it's game the still looks really good. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. The physics are incredible. I actually have uh part two for GameCube. Um I've really even played it that much. Um but I will. But the first one was my game. And we used to get in some heated races in that game. And there's shortcuts. And, and when you like launch off a wave and dip into the water and you come yeah. up and it like splashes and sprays, it's just it, the water physics were, were what made that game in a lot of ways. I really like that game, but another really good uh, like water style racing game like that. And this was awesome in the arcade, but it was also awesome on, you know, the, the Dreamcast. It's- I know what you're saying hydro thunder that one actually had the legit jet ski as a controller in the arcade and you could use that to to drive the jet ski in the game and it looks so cool so with the the thunder series it seems like there's a whole bunch of them i knew there was a few i just wasn't 100 sure if they 100 tied together uh they're midway um so you have off-road thunder which is well, it's off-road, off-road vehicles. And then you have uh, Hydra Thunder, of course. And then you have Four-Wheel Thunder, which I don't know if those are dune buggies or, or what. They look like Baja trucks. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if that's the right word. Then you have Arctic Thunder. It's a snowmobile game. It's Arctic Thunder, and it is by Midway. So it's in the same line as uh, Hydra Thunder. What about Pole Position 2? Did, did any of you guys play that? Pole Position 2? It's, like, it's an Atari game. It's like Pole a position, Formula yeah. 1. Yeah, it's a great game as well. Not two. I played one, but I'm sure two is good. Yeah, one and two are basically the same thing. So I'm looking at some gameplay of Pole Position 2, and for a game that came out in 1983, this looks amazing. Holy crap. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I remember, like, the little puddles on the road, and you have to, like, go around them. Or if not, like, your car would just, like, skid to the to, to, to the sides. Great game. Was it uh, ray tracing? 
I, I wish. Pole position is good. So one game that uh, I'm sure a lot of you, a lot of you are um, familiar with is Rush. Yes. Yep. And that game right there, I spent hours in. And the graphics were pretty good back then too. I mean, the fun factor was there. Is that San Francisco Rush and all those games? Yes. There's a bunch of them. It was on the 3DS. Um, uh, was on, uh, the, 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 yeah, Nintendo 64 is where I remember it. Yeah, it, it made its way. And the arcade, that's kind of where I, I started playing it. And the N64, a really fun game. Do you? I, this might not even count as a racing game, but Tubin, did you ever play that? Yes. In the arcade? Where you're like sitting in the inner tube and you're just floating down the river and you're like racing somebody? That's a fun game. These are some of these are old school. Though. Well, first of all, first of all, I'm, you guys can talk about whatever you want, but I'm definitely going to bring up the one that we have to talk about, Outrun. That is an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I played it at the arcades, but I definitely played it on the Switch because I have the Sega Ages collection, and that's a super fun game. The music's really good on that game. Magical Sound Shower is one of the best video game songs of all time. I don't remember Outrun. Is that? There's so many like racing arcade games. Is this the one with like the palm trees? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Palm yep, trees. Yep. And... and you always yeah. had like some blonde girl. And you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you go fly out of the car. You fly out of the car when you wreck. Right. Right. I remember it now. You can yeah, choose yeah. your song at the beginning. Yep. And then uh, Spy Hunter. And then here's the here's I know this one's causes causes game. Star Wars Arcade Racer. You know you played that. That's your. Oh game, my right? goodness! Yes. I, I beat that game. Oh, are that you talking about uh, Episode One Racer, the Pod Racer well, game? Yeah, it's a pod. It's yeah, based on the Pod Racers. Yeah, that one was so much fun. I just did an unboxing for that on the Boss Room YouTube channel where I got the Nintendo Switch version, but I also showed the Dreamcast version that I have of that because that's actually my favorite way to play that game is via the Dreamcast. I played it on the PC a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And the graphics were, I mean, the graphics still amazing. To they me. still look good, yeah. Yeah, even the physics, when you actually jump like uh, maybe a boulder or whatever, and then it lands down, and you can see the back hits first, and then it drags. I mean, the physics was there. To be honest, the uh, the Switch version doesn't even look that much better than the Dreamcast version. It's just a little like cleaner. <laughs> but for, for it to be, you know, 15 or whatever, 15 plus years after that original release to still look almost as good like that's pretty impressive very true do you guys remember and this is less what i'll mention but do you remember alpine racer alpine racer that 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 sounds so familiar you yeah s- you stand on the skis and and it's just, you go down the hill and it's, you're skiing oh i saw and you go through I've the never flags. played it but i saw people playing in the arcade try that yeah, if you ever see it. That's, that's a fun game that's that's fun this just reminds me of what was that like the Nagano '98 Olympic Games, whatever, whatever. I think. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's it's, it's it looks like fun. It's fun. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's fun. So, oh, I'm looking at the cabinet. So there's actually like a legit like skis that you stand. Yeah, on. You stand on skis yeah. and you you kind of like go back and forth like uh, shred whatever the word is. I forget. I haven't skied in a long shred. Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, they probably have a snowboarding one too, but um. Carve, maybe? Hit those moguls hard? I don't know, <laughs> but it's fun. So there are a couple other games that I played, and I know Imamu is pretty uh, hyped about this one. Uh, two games in this series. I'm sure there are more, but Cruisin' USA and Cruisin' World. Um, I did play Cruisin' USA, but Cruisin' World is kind of my preferred game. 
cruising world. To be honest, I think that's what really got me into a lot of racing games because it was so much fun. What, that song or the game itself? Uh, well, <laughs> the Cos voice, first of all, and then the gameplay. I mean, if, if Cos was actually singing while I was playing, I would actually beat the game. <laughs> Yo, there's that, uh, uh, what's that level? Like the Miami one where you're driving, where you're driving under and it's like the uh, oceans around you. Yeah, under, that yeah one I remember amazing. that. That was so, imagine if they actually did that with today's graphics. Oh my God. That would be, oh, that'd be so awesome. Is so that amazing. the game where you go to the Redwood Forest? Cause I don't know. It stands out to me as like a that might trees. be one. They might go to one of them, but that one level where you dr- where you're driving underneath the ocean, that one really yep. stood out to me. The I love that one. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Mario Kart for some reason. <laughs> well, yeah, Mar- Just, a lot of the new Mario Kart games are have courses like that. So I know that's kind of why it reminds me of it. And that's be I think that was before Mario, right? Mario Kart. Well, before that one, because I think was that part seven where you go underwater. That's the one I remember. Yeah, so that was a long time before that because I played Cruising World mostly on the N64 when we had it back in the day. But I actually, like, and anytime we went to the arcade, I loved playing it on the arcade as well because that one had the option where you you hit the uh, accelerator or the gas twice. Twice. And you do the... And the back, the wheelies. <laughs> doing yeah, the wheelies. <laughs> yeah, and you get the boost. And oh my goodness yeah so i actually do have a story about that you'll know what happens at, at the end but i was at chucky e. cheese and my brother and um there was no one there it was just like during the day we were just like adults trying to play arcade games and he was wearing sandals and we were playing cruising world and he went twice to do the accelerator caught one of his toes uh oh. toenails on it and oh. He had to go to the hospital. That's all I'll say. That is horrible. Did they shut the Chuck E. Cheese down because of the blood? It's probably spraying everywhere. No, I, it wasn't really that bloody. Like, I didn't really notice it, but... They just sprayed it off and let people play. But you're talking about Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, they see yeah. that every day. Uh, you know, you might like... Um, well, first of all, F-Zero is one we didn't mention. We have to at least mention it because it's, it's classic. But uh, you might like Wipeout, the, the, the uh, remake. or the, the Did you play that yet? I have it on uh, PS4. The graphics are incredible. My daughter calls it the Reckless game. It's really fun. And it's also in VR, too. So you can play, I think, the whole thing in VR. At least, I think it's three games built in. I only play the, the latest one. And you can play the whole entire thing in VR. But it's, I would not it's do that game in VR. No, yeah. So you did play it then? Do you, do you like it? No, I haven't played it, but I've seen gameplay of it. Um, so, I mean, I'm not, like, super into racing games for the most part, but... Um, you know, if I were to get like a fast-paced type racing game like that, I'd probably just wait on an F Zero if it ever comes out. Yeah, I mean, I do want F Zero GX for the GameCube. That's I'd probably get that over like Wipeout, to be honest. I thought you had a new one. Yeah, I, I've been wanting a, a new wanting a new Wave Race to come out for a long time. I pretty much gave up. That'd be great if they released that game again. One I gotta definitely mention because it's probably my favorite just console racer of all time. Uh, one of them for sure is ssx did you ever play that i'm I'm sure you play tricky my favorite one's the original ssx3 is also good and i have that on the gamecube but that game is so good i could go on and on about that game and how much fun i had with that game i I pulled so many all-nighters that game i pulled so many all-nighters playing that game with friends and heated heated races and just tricks and just 
insane levels and that game the shortcuts and just it's just it's like one of my one of my favorite games of all time it's on my top 10 list for sure that's a good game i would add that in there i wish they came out with that again too i've been hoping that they would uh reboot that one but we'll see maybe after hearing this all these companies are probably planning on launching most of the game well they did they did come out with uh, (laughs) a snowboard racer not too long ago was it? I don't remember what it was called. Altitude or something? It was PS4, I think. Actually, it came out on multiple systems. Steep. I didn't play it, but it looked pretty cool. I was kind of interested in it. It came out in like 2016. It's on Steam. It's uh, yeah, it's a Ubisoft game, but it looked cool. It's a snowboarding game, racing game. And and speaking of snowboarding, 1080 was good too on the four. But yeah, I like snowboarding games. I ran over to look at my games. I don't have any more racing games. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, arcade games, arcade racing games are a great time and definitely can still revisit them today. And yeah, a lot of great games. So some of the ones that you guys had mentioned, like Pole Position 2 looks really good. So I definitely want to check that out. So um, maybe I'll expand my horizons and play some more racing games. So if there's anything you think we missed and we should know about, uh, definitely let us know on Twitter at the underscore boss room. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Please send us your favorite arcade racing games there. Now on to the boss bits. Boss bits. So this week has been very Resident Evil focused for me because I started off by playing the Resident Evil Village demo, which I know Shamster had played last week. I downloaded it. I played it. Shamster, you want to ask me some questions on it or do you want to just discuss it? Let's discuss it because I went back to it too. And I also watched the Digital Foundry video that you were, uh, you suggested last week, so we could talk about that. But I do want to ask you a couple of things. Uh, first, did you play with headphones on? Yeah, I used the Pulse 3D, and I will say, as I'm moving around the basement portion, the mansion portion, you definitely hear a lot of the background noises and I'm sort of looking around like I, I move the camera around and I'm trying to see if someone's there or and you, it's just very, you know, the sound design is so good in it and it just makes you want to look everywhere just to see if something's behind that corner or that corner. Did you notice the one where there's like a, a plate of food, which I don't know who's serving food there, but uh, there was like maggots crawling all over it and you could hear like the sounds of something. Did you, yeah, did you I that? mean, one of the cells. Yeah, one thing I did was I turned up the volume on the Pulse 3D compared to the other games I was playing. So I turned it up to try and hear more of it. And, you know, just the ambiance and everything was just crazy. And um, this one, the demo itself is a PS5 exclusive, but there will be a second demo coming out to all platforms later on. So other you know, consoles and Imamu on the PC will be able to play it there. So that's cool that there will be a demo. This one was just a visual showpiece type thing. And I got to say, it looks really good. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Now, I do have another question for you. And I, I always notice things like this. Uh, when you when you start in the basement, I always look at the textures on the walls. And of course, if you zoom up, it doesn't look that great. But Mm -hmm. it didn't really the walls and things like that in the basement didn't really blow me away and i didn't know if i was just thinking it think of it the wrong way but they never do a lot of times trees are like that in games too especially like when there's a forest they look better now for sure but when you get out of that area the cellar basement cells whatever you want to call it 
the lighting was incredible on the uh, on the gold trim in some of the rooms and the fireplace yeah. and, and and the dining room. But but what did you think of the textures on the walls in the in the cellar? Yeah, so I felt like they were a little too shiny or plasticky on the stone parts, but I sort of think that is more of the style they decided to go with. And since you're so close in the basement to all the rock structures and that sort of thing, it's hard, you know, they could have gone with a different styling or a different lighting effect on it, but for what it was, I thought it looked pretty good. And I thought overall the game was, oh, looked it, it looked good. Yeah. But, but the, so it wasn't just me then the rocks didn't really blow you away and scream PS five. I was pretty much like right up against them a lot of the times because you're tr- like moving around in the small space and yeah. you just go right up to it. Whereas when you're more spread out, it would probably look better, but you're in such a confined area that you can tell the different um, potential errors or, you know, if something looks off a little bit, you can tell that a lot better. And that's why I thought that this, and I kept mentioning it last week is it kind of reminded me of a PS4 game or you could, when I said you can tell that it's a PS4 game just because it didn't blow me away and screen next gen. When I got out of the cellar though, it started to do that. The sound also did that for sure. Um, but I'm wondering why they started in that area. That's just a question, a question I had because they could have started the demo up in the dining room or, or somewhere else outside or something where it could really show off what the PS5 could do, especially since it's, it's exclusive. But maybe that's really not what they were going for. But again, it looks great overall. What I think they were going for is to introduce some light puzzle elements to it. So you kind of get a feel for what the game is like because there's no actual combat in it. You can't do anything necessarily. You can only kind of walk or run or, you know, uh, crouch, that kind of thing. So I think it was just showing off how good the game looks, which looked amazing. And also it was trying to introduce some puzzle elements more or less. So I could definitely see what they were going for. And, you know, it really made me look around at everything and really explore a lot, which I really am excited for. And I definitely plan on picking this game up when it launches because it looked phenomenal. Uh, I do actually want to get it from Best Buy because if you pre-order it there, it comes with the steel books. So that's going to be my plan for this. Yeah, game. that's what I'm going to do. But it also costs a lot of money. I mean, it's not a ton of money, but it's it's the next step up from the basic version. I think at least it's, I think it's like seventy nine ninety nine. No, I think no, I think uh, you get it with the seventy dollar version. But that's seventy seventy dollars is the new norm price for PS five games, which. I don't think I think it's going to take at least a year for them to kind of the prices to go down a little bit for the most part. But yeah, plus that one comes with a steel book. So you're getting some value right there. Yeah. Do you remember the room you went into where there's all those people with sh- uh, shields and like spears or something? It's like mm-hmm. gold walls. That was incredible. Oh, the uh, the chandelier and, and oh, yeah. you know how you can walk around. Well, not even this necessarily a staircase, but each of the little balconies you can go into and just yeah. take a view around. And yeah, it just looks so good. The railings, you, you could tell, uh, looked good. And the, the lighting was good. It was shining off of those. Did you notice that under the stairs, there looks like there's an area or something? And I don't yeah. know if that's going to be a part of the game, but it looks. I wanted to get back there. I wanted to see what was down there. Yeah, I pretty much walked around every nook and cranny because it was only like a 20 minute demo. So I pretty much got to do everything within there. What, what was your favorite room? Uh, I don't care. But uh, but Shamster, you don't um, care. But Shamster, you watched the Digital Foundry video, which I did not. So um, I'm not really into it. I don't know. Uh, OK, no, I don't care. No, I just said I don't care because you said I don't care when I asked yourself. 
But yeah, no, the Digital Foundry video I checked I, out. I, what am I going to say my favorite room? I don't remember. The main uh, room? I don't know. The big one? He, he wanted you to ask him, no, I don't know. What is your favorite room? Yeah, See? that would have been like the <laughs> so bathroom. Shamster, so Shamster, what was your favorite room in <laughs> Resident Evil 8 Village Maiden demo? The uh, The bathroom on the second floor next to the dressing room. But Imamu, um, knowing that there is a demo that's coming out basically everywhere, I know this is a game you were excited for. So knowing that you will be getting a demo hopefully soon for this game, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I'm excited. I mean, I just want to um, see how high the graphics are, but I will be keeping the lights on. Definitely. The game looks uh, really creepy, um, but that's the point of the game, right? Um I wish it was multi. I wish it was a multiplayer game so we all can go crazy. But we definitely got to stream it. Oh yeah. Uh, so knowing it's a Capcom game, are you hesitant to buy it, or because it's a Resident Evil game specifically, do you feel more confident in getting it when it comes out? Buy it. You just said a demo. I don't trust Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, Resident Evil games um, with Capcom—they're not really gonna mess that up. Um, there's really not a, a any net code or anything like that that they have to worry about. I, I think the game is going to be complete by the yeah, time they, won't they launch. That's one of their big IPs, so I don't think they're going to mess it up. So I think that game is going to be amazing, but I haven't bought a game for full price in a while just because I tend to wait, or I get it from um, Gamefly. Um, and so the Gamefly definitely um, reduced the price for me, but I'll wait until you guys tell me how the game is. And then I'll probably jump in a little bit later. Gamefly just had a big sale re- recently. They, they have, have big sales all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, they're an amazing company. And I hope that they continue on and open up more offices around the areas. But um, but yeah, I think I'm going to wait a little bit. Just because there's a plethora of games for me right now. And I'm not bored. So I don't really need to rush to play this game. That's true. And and I mean, for me, I'm just sort of craving these next gen PS5 games. And this is definitely one that's going to look so good. So that's why I'm really going to just jump on it when it comes out. Totally. Yeah, I agree because you guys have the PS5 and there's not that many games. So, you know, no, <laughs> no, shade. no, no direct shade, but it is a shade. Um, just, shade uh, <laughs> just because I'm playing a lot of high end, high graphic games right now and I don't have to wait. Yeah, but you got to boot it up and you got to wait like five minutes for the download of the update. Then you got to wait for the update to install. And then you got to so could you Could you tell me one thing that's different from the PS5? That you just said, you just said a whole bunch of stuff that the play you have to do on the PlayStation Five. I don't have to configure the keyboard. I just play. I just grab the controller and boom, go. Boom, boom. So staying on the Resident Evil Sad. theme here, um, I actually did get a. Uh, I actually ended up getting a couple of Resident Evil games this week as well. Nice. Well, first, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is on the PlayStation Plus collection, so I installed that on my PS5, so I'll play that probably closer to the release of uh, Village. Um, I did get Resident Evil Remake, the original game. Um, I just actually downloaded that on my PS4, and I'll play that downstairs. I played that a little bit. The camera is really tough to play with, and it's kind of... Is that the original original? Well, it's the remake, which I think is the version that came out for the GameCube. I want to say, and it's just an HD version of that. So uh, that was five bucks on 
PSN. So I just grabbed that. But finally, the game that I'm actually really, really excited to play is Resident Evil 2 Remake. I I mentioned this last week that I'm too scared to play these games, but after I jump back into the demo, and I I love the game overall. Like, I love the inventory system. I love the puzzle solving. I love the setting. I love, like, the the story. I mean, a lot of the story is cheesy, but I feel like I want to get over my fear, and I want to just go through all of them. I probably won't do part one because I played that one a lot, and I I don't really care that much. Part two, I didn't play a lot. Uh, Three, I didn't play at all. And four, I know a lot about. I played that a good bit. But and, and even Code Veronica on the Dreamcast is good. So I feel like there's so many good games. I, I can just I have access to a lot of them where I can get them cheap. I should probably jump back in and just get over my fear. So uh, so Code Veronica, that one I definitely want to get on the Dreamcast. So that's going to be sort of the uh, I'll probably get three at some point. Uh, maybe I'll get it on a sale. Maybe I'll just get it digitally. Like I'm not like that crazy that where i need to get every game physically necessarily like um i'll just play through them and then if i want to get it physically later i can do that then but code veronica on the dreamcast is definitely the one i want to get kind of yeah i have that one i'm glad i kept kept that one a lot of that stuff i traded in towards the end of the dreamcast life because you know i was moving on the ps2 stuff but i kept my dreamcast and i also kept a lot of the games and that's one of the games i kept yeah i'm very jealous of that uh code veronica that you have Imamu, what have you been playing this week? A little bit of um, control, you said, right? You downloaded it on Game Pass. I did, and I spent man, maybe thirty minutes just looking at a wall of my reflection. Um, it was <laughs> I, I put the game on the highest level just to see what it is, and I, I kid you not, it's it's beautiful. The mirror, like when you. I actually um, scared myself. I was walking past the mirror and I thought it was someone else. And it was actually my character's reflection. And it just looks so good. Because <laughs> when you first start, you hear like a, a, uh, someone like uh, just whistling. And you are it just feels creepy. So I haven't delved that deep into the game. I just wanted to download it and, and really experience it. But, um, but yeah, it, it just looks amazing. And the fact that it's, um, it's not free... But the fact that it comes with my subscription, I am I am more than happy. Yeah, so I think that'll actually be a good game where we can discuss it once Shamster and I download the PS5 version of that so we can you know, talk about it. And it looks like you kind of just got the force, essentially. <laughs> and yeah. you just kind of move everything around with your mind. So it looks kind of cool. So I think that'll be a good game to sort of revisit back once we've, once we've all given it a chance and played it to you know dive a little deeper into it. Right. And uh, still delved a little bit into the cyberpunk. Um, and then um, then I, then they patched it. Then they had to patch the patch. So <laughs> <laughs> the 1.10 patch, that one actually created a game breaking bug, which, you know, that's a hot fix. But they had to have a hot fix for the hot fix. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about the quality control of these guys. <laughs> that's that's very sad. There's definitely no QA there. No, no. It's almost given me like the Game of Thrones effect where the last season was so negative, everything online, it kind of almost ruined the whole series for me. Let's not get into that, but like yeah. just just the point I'm making here is the how bad everything is going with Cyberpunk. It like I definitely will play it, but it just makes me not want to jump into it with everything that's going on with it and it's just dragging on and on and on and they're not making anything better necessarily. They're shooting themselves in the foot even more. Big so. time, big time. Especially when they're publicizing 
1.1 will fix a lot of issues. Then 24 hours later, 1.1 broke the whole game. I'm like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? You know, um, thank goodness it wouldn't break my game just because uh, I passed that level of that conversation that you had to have um, that would break it. But still, that kind of like put me in a, uh, I felt defeated. In, in some ways, just because I really want this game to be fixed throughout, and I don't want to go into the building and find out there's a, a broken thing there. So I'm kind of like waiting for the ending. That would suck with the amount of time you put into it if at the time you are playing it, there's a game-breaking bug in there that you lose everything for Yeah, some patch they put out in there. So that almost makes me, that would make me nervous to even play the game because you don't know where these issues are going to occur. Exactly. I'm not touching it. I wasn't going to anyway, just because it's such a big open world game. I figured I wouldn't play it. I might have eventually bought into it if it was incredible, but there's way too much negative uh, talk around it right right now. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a little bit because I'll continue. I'll probably just jump into control and experience that a little bit. So, just a quick thing. I have my Switch, and I feel like the the Joy Cons they're a little bit too small for me. Same thing that I experienced with most mobile consoles, um, mobile games, um, that the controls are usually too small for me. Um, so I've been looking for Joy-Con replacements that are bigger. Um, does anyone have any suggestions? I do, if you want them connected to the Switch. Do you want them to be like Joy-Cons where you can uh, take take them off and walk, you know, walk around with them or whatever? Or are you looking for something that's kind of like... Uh that slides on each side and you can hold preferably slide on each side with rumble. Um, yeah. Well, I, I got, I got you then, but no rumble. It's the only thing, but it's great controllers. Hori is the only one that I actually thought about getting. And that, that was like probably the first ones that I saw a while ago, but now a lot of third party companies are coming out and they're adding the rumble feature, which I wish the Hori had. I do too. And so, now I'm looking at a few other ones, but it's just everywhere. I have a recommendation for you to watch a video. The channel Spawnwave, I'll actually send you the link. They looked at a uh, similar style uh, Joy-Con size to the Hori pad, but it does have rumble. And it actually does become a separate controller via Bluetooth. The only kind of issue is I don't think charging it i don't think it'll charge on the actual switch itself you have to plug two usb c's one and one in each of them to actually charge it which is kind of annoying you're you're probably referring to the bin buck yep yeah yeah that's the one how long does the battery last on those uh three hours three hours really that's that's definitely that's it that's it regardless even if it was five or eight hours if you have to charge them separately with usb c that's probably not worth it the ones I was talking about, the Ori, the Ori's, they actually have a cool. They do have other cool features. Number one, they're super comfortable, but they also have like pro- programmable buttons on the back, uh, so that you can you can designate one of the the face buttons as uh, the same button. So you can you can put your you know your favorite button uh, on the it's essentially on the back. Uh, so that it's they're definitely cool. You wouldn't I don't think you would hate them if you had them. They're they're definitely worth. Um, they're they're fifty bucks. It just that it feels like. There's not that many features, and now there's a lot of third-party companies that's coming out with a similar price, but with added features. So uh, it's it's, I, it's either I wait for a Hori two that comes out, which most definitely will probably add the 
the Rumble feature um, just to compete with what's out there right now. Um, but that's all I needed from Hori. I just needed a little bit of Rumble. But when I found out they didn't have practically anything in there, um, <laughs> uh, that kind of discouraged me a little bit. And I kind of wish that they they added maybe a battery in each controller so that way it's not sucking the juice from your main screen. Um, but I feel like that's what would happen, right? Since it doesn't have, it, it takes power from the, the... I want to say they're super efficient. Would it even take power though? Or would it just be kind of like how you would hook up a USB-C or like a USB controller to like a dock? Like, wouldn't it, like, would it even need power necessarily? Or would it just be kind of like... No, because your Joy-Cons... They have their own batteries built in, so it's not really taking anything from anything, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it does charge when they're connected, but when everything's charged up, it doesn't it doesn't use the battery in the Joy Cons when it's uh, when they're connected to the Switch itself. Well, I'm seeing there was a battery issue that was uh, looks like it was draining it pretty quickly, but there was a patch. That was two years ago, though. No, that was the uh, the Hori left left Joy Con with a D pad. No, uh, that doesn't. Yeah, that's not the same thing. I've had no problems. You have the Hori? I, yeah, I have the Damon X Machina. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, Damon X Machina. Machina. That's I just like the colors of those, but um, I I love them. I mean, they're it's like you're playing like a like a new Switch. Like like they came out with a new Switch with better Joy Cons, which is what I want. But again, it doesn't have the Rumble. That's that's what the only thing I miss. You miss the Rumble? Not really, because I usually play on the TV anyway. So if I'm playing handheld, I just want to do it comfortably. And like lay down, and I don't really care as much. And I and I usually when I do that, I play a lot of like uh, some of the old school games and things like that. So it doesn't really matter as much. I, I mean, I, I would prefer that. It How would. do you play on the TV with it? Um, do you no, just you kind of no, I don't. No, I'm saying I use my regular. I, I use my regular Pro controller play on the TV. The Hori pads are uh, handheld only. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So but I was asking fine. you if you if you miss the rumble and you said no. I don't miss the, the rumble because I still I still get that rumble feeling all the time. When I play on my TV with my pro controller, <laughs> peasants and using your regular Switch for uh, handheld mode, whereas whereas I have my own Switch Lite just to use for handheld. Yeah, but then you can't have the same game because you have to like. <laughs> well, no, no. The uh, it's the uh, the cloud save actually is automatic now, so it's uh, okay. See the the third party ones that I've seen, the Binbok one. That one is. Like you could disconnect it and still use it as a yep. control, and I think that's really cool. The battery life is trash, though. The battery life is trash, unfortunately. But I think if what is this, a Dual Shock Four? Well, <laughs> Imamu, since we're talking uh, Nintendo controllers, do you remember what we talked about the very first time we met? The very my goodness, um, we were talking about me. the uh, the Wii U, the Wii U Pro controller. And remember how I got a super cheap one that was super comfortable off of Amazon? It was like 12 bucks when I got it. And I think it went up to like 45 when you were trying to get it. And I, I've been looking every day. Oh, I think Alex and I got some from, um, uh, no, oh, from ones. Yeah. Alibaba. Yeah. Yeah. AliExpress. Yeah. AliExpress. We got some. I have two of them from AliExpress. The ones I'm talking about were for the Wii U. Oh, it's for the Wii U. Yeah. When we, when we very first, the very first day we met, first 20 minutes uh wow, we were you, you, were, set, you were setting me up yeah, yeah and then, he remembers even the time 20 minutes well it's 12 20 <laughs> but um we were talking about uh the wii u and the controllers either way i still look every single day for you to find that controller for you i will find it it still hasn't dropped in price it's been years but i look yep. every single day 
That's why I love you, Shamster. And so another thing that I would love to talk about, uh, which is kind of funny because the last time we were talking about mobile um, consoles <laughs> and um, the the one the new one that, that's about to come out. Did you guys see it yet? Oh, I might have an idea what you're talking about. What is it? It's the Model S from <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> it's still mobile. <laughs> Can I just say, if you're spending that much money... I would expect a, a, a much better PC than the PS5. Come on, man. Oh, man. What do you want from them? What do you want them to put? You're paying $80,000 for that. I want, I want KFC console quality here. If there's no chicken chamber, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much spoiled us with the chicken chamber. Mm. <laughs> well, just looking at the images, and they have the Witcher. Yeah. On the oh, screen. Yeah, plus, uh, yeah, yeah. I, plus I they have another uh, screen in the back. Uh, I think Cuphead, thing... Cuphead's also on Cuphead, Yeah, Cuphead's also yes, there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think Cuphead was uh, launched in the previous models. Fallout was there too. Yeah, but this one, when you're seeing The Witcher, and they said it could pl- play, uh, like we were t- joking about, um, Cyberpunk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you want to play that game it might just be a bug to the whole system yeah it'll it'll um, just you know it'll shut down your whole tesla the only the only way i'd want one is if it had mart built in and you could play it while you were driving well you can the steering wheel well not the mario game but if you're playing a racing game with the of course the car is not in motion but the steering wheel actually works no no i mean while you're driving so whatever you do on the road it does it in the game. Champster, please then i'm not getting it they lost the sale i mean how safe is it for them to have this like high npc on the screen while you could potentially i mean it, i'm sure you couldn't use it while you're driving but like it just seems so it's unnecessary pointless. it is on that really thing. because if you're thinking about like um and it's a self-driving car so once they launch the next big software update, which will give them full autonomy to drive itself, imagine just drive uh, being driven technically and playing your game. No, didn't that one dude die? That one dude died watching Harry Potter. Harry while Potter, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I don't... but that, that was listen. It's a demo. You don't risk your life on a demo unit. Once they <laughs> launch this thing <laughs> fully. And of course, they've tested out. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the thing you want in every car that drives itself. I I still would be too paranoid to try to yeah, play or not even pay attention to the road. Five years until I can do something like that. Or you just put a switch in there and play Mario. Kart. You can just play a switch while you're driving. You could. I mean, you could do that right now in your car. You can put a a, a screen and plug it in and. and do all that. This is nothing new. Yeah, you, can put, it, you can put your KFC console in the car with a screen. All day. Too. Yes. And you put all a night. generator in the trunk and just <laughs> charge it up. But the <laughs> trunk is in the front. <laughs> Isn't the trunk in the front? No, I'm talking about your car. Um, I don't have yeah. a trunk. It's a sports car. Ooh. It's a sports car. Okay, I hear you, bro. <laughs> Champster, what do you got this week for us? Mostly got updates on pickups because I didn't play too much. It's been a crazy week, but I did uh, do some more of that demo, like I mentioned. But a quickie that I that I'll mention is the Mortal Kombat stool. Shout out to Kaz for sending me the link. Got a good deal on that. I could use that extra stool, and I have the the cab. So, uh, and I like that one. 
Yeah, when I saw the price on that, I didn't know if you had the stool or not, but I just figured it was, you know, 60 bucks, which, you know, I think they're normally 90. So that's they're usually at least, I think the regular price is, well, this was 59.99, and I think they're usually 79.99, but they're hard to find. So some places have the price jacked up a little bit, but it's usually at least 80. A lot of times they're sold out, but it can go up to 90 ish. So wow. yeah, it was a good deal. I wouldn't pay more than 60 just because I don't really need it, but. It's cool because I have the cab, so it'll go with that. Because I also have the NBA Jam stool, which goes with the NBA Jam cab. And I have uh, a couple Star Wars ones. One's Boba Fett and one is Darth Vader. I have a Star Wars cab, and then the other one's just kind of an extra. But this one actually matches, so it's cool. Yeah, that that's the that's a great thing when you have it matching. Yeah, and they're good stools. Um, so I like I like the build quality is fine. Mm-hmm. The um, other thing uh, I grabbed, I had to grab. Well, I, and I mentioned this last week. I got the Sega Master System Quick Shot controller, which I've been wanting a long time. Didn't even cross my mind when I ordered that thing that the cord was only going to be four feet. So uh, I immediately, as soon as I opened it, I was like, well, I'm not using this for a long time until I at least get some extension cords. Because uh, number one, I would be playing way too close to a big TV. And I'd be basically standing up or sitting directly on the floor sitting on the floor directly in front of it like like we traveled back into the early 90s um so i got some extension cords they're not that easy to find although i got some on amazon and i got a two-pack and i think i only paid like 20 bucks for them the thing is it said they were going to be delivered for like two or three weeks and it wasn't even a prime it so it wasn't prime and i usually like to buy my stuff from prime um but they came in like two days it was ridiculous wow so, so um I got to test those out. They came so fast. I haven't had a chance to test them. I just ordered them like two days ago. How is the quality of the joystick? It's fine. It's how I remember it. I mean, it's, it's, it clicks when you move it around. It's always done that. I remember that from when I was, when I was a kid, but um, it's cool. It has little suction cups on the bottom, which I'll never use, but never used back then either. But um, a couple other quick ones that I'm excited about. So uh, most people know I've been on a Sega master system kick lately for a while now. California games. I picked that up complete for the Sega Master System. Great condition. That actually just came today. Yeah, today. Um, comes with the manual, the poster, the case, everything. It looks it looks. You got good. it because it's got a chick with a bikini on the cover. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's super old school. It's kind of funny, actually. No, it is. Yeah, it's it's good. And um, I just I just it's a good multiplayer game just to do some hacky sack and like some, some half, I think there's half pipe in it. I forget. Uh, but I, I, I used to have that game. I didn't play it a ton. It's just fun to pop in when you're with someone. It's, it's definitely fun. And then the, uh, the other one that I'm the most excited about is I picked up a Sega master system light phaser, which I've been in the market for, for a long time. I just wanted to wait till I could get a good price on it. And Rambo three, so I am going to fire both of those up together and I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, one of the reasons I'm so excited is because very shortly here in the next couple of weeks, I should be in possession of a CRT TV, my old school Sony Trinitron, which is like the perfect size and perfect picture quality for retro gaming. What, what size is that? Well, it sounds small because back then they were different, but I think it's like 21 inches, 20 inches, which is, Part of the reason it's the perfect size is because that's really all the room I have right now to spare. I had well, a 32 inch. The, 
I think the 21 inch is probably a little bit shy off of 500 pounds. So no, no, <laughs> no, that's the, that's the Vega. I was just about to say that this one's maneuver. That's the other reason it's a perfect size. I can move this. I had a Vega and it was, um, I think it was, but there, I think it was like 28 or 32 inches. It's silver. That thing was the heaviest thing I've ever lifted by myself in my entire life. And I had to move with it twice. Yeah, I almost pulled my back just picking up a 27 inch. I sold it at the end because I was like, I'm not moving this ever again. And I no. sold it to someone. I said, I'm not touching it. You got to get it out yourself. And I gave Actually, it, I, gave I tried to walk down the stairs with it and it just slipped out of my hand and just rolled down the stairs. It <laughs> is heavy. It's literally the one of the heaviest things I've ever lifted in my life. And I, and, and I carried it upstairs to like a second or third floor apartment at one point. And I don't yeah. even know how I did what? it. It was a nightmare. It took multiple hours because I had to be really careful with it. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had this, this like, I, th- I want to say it was like twenty-seven inch Magnavox. I was trying to carry down the Ooh. stairs, but it oh, was, yeah. uh, I had one of those. Yeah, it was slippery, and I fell, and basically the TV broke. And I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna buy the TV now. Yeah, uh, exactly. I just went and bought a flat screen at that point, which I still have today. And the one good thing about it is it actually has a lot of the old hookups. It's got. Uh, you know, composite component and all those, you know, which is nice to have because none of the newer TVs have anything other than really HDMI, maybe component at the best, but um, pretty much just HDMI. So it is good to have a TV that has those extra type hookups, even if it is a flat screen. But mm-hmm. I do have a CRT I'll be picking up at some point which has the built-in VCR for it. That's on my in-laws. So uh, they're looking to get rid of it, and I'm going to hook up my Super Nintendo to it. So why not? Built-in VCR. Wow. Do you remember when when everything moved to flash screens pretty quickly? They were literally all over the place, on the side of roads. Like, you could grab them. You never grabbed them, though, because they were everywhere. But now they're getting up there in price. The... um, I looked up the one I have, and it's like at least 150, 200 bucks. Well, at least 150, maybe not 200. But that's also usually local pickup. Yeah, or free, (laughs) but they're hard to find. You got to pick them up. You can't just ship those out to somebody. I mean, you look on Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. People are still giving them away for free. So if you're patient, you can get a good one. Yeah, but the Trinitron, those are those are pretty cool. Those were uh, some of the best ones back then. I remember when I got that because I worked at an electronics store and I got a discount on it. So nice. And I've had that thing, and that thing still looks good. For it's, it hasn't changed. I even have the remote for it, so I'm excited. It looked amazing back. back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, from a flat screen to the Trintron, I mean, it was still up to par. I mean, Sony did an amazing job with that line. That's what got me into Sony were the Trinitrons and the uh, some of the CD players they had, where you could the disc trays where you could put like five discs in. But I was a big Sony guy. Everything I had was Sony. I had a Sony boombox, Sony alarm clock. Uh, I had, I, that was just all Sony. But they were still flat screens, though. Yeah, that's why they were cool. They weren't really... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were they flat screens with, like, the huge back? Yeah, they're CRTs, yeah. but they, yeah, yeah, they, had, they were flat in the front. They weren't concave, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, at least not fully concave, but... No, they were really flat. They're still tubes, though. Yeah, they were tubes. I mean, when... When I dropped my television, it sounded like an explosion. Because <laughs> when that thing breaks, it's like, yeah. I think it's pressurized or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Which is why they actually made a lot of the screens curved to actually hold off on a lot of the pressure. But yeah, still, I would I would pick one up um, if it was lighter or have someone pick it up for me, actually. It's just too heavy. Yeah, that one. Mine's not, this is, this, that's, that's why it's perfect, because it's, I don't need anything huge, because I have a big TV. 
but this one is going to be good for moving around. And I, I want to try to get an old school TV stand or TV cart for it and um, put a console or two in there. But I'm really excited for Rambo to actually be able to play that again. And I also have Safari Hunt on the Sega Master System. I want to pick up Gangster Town. That was my game back in the day. It's probably not good. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it was probably. It's probably not that good, but I'll definitely play it because light gun games are they're fun. I mean, House of the Dead is one of the best ones, but I'll try to try to get that too. Actually, that one I think is actually on the Wii, which I might try and get for that because that would be a great light gun type game to play with the Wii mount. Well, I'll just play it on the. I have the Dreamcast. I have the. I have That's the. True. I have the light gun. I have the light gun for the Dreamcast, and um, yeah, I'm excited because I get to get my light gun games back. So I have one final thing, and this happened today. Uh, During my lunch break, I went over to GameStop, and previously I had pre-ordered Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury along with the Cat Mario Amiibo, and they did not let me order the Cat Peach Amiibo at that time, but they did let me pre-order it today, so now I can go and get everything there. Also, if you pre-order Mario 3D World at... GameStop, it comes with a couple posters as a pre-order bonus, which is nice. So definitely excited to get that. And I'm a member of the GameStop Pro Rewards, and basically every month you get a $5 off coupon of something you buy there. But one thing I discovered today, which the store manager of GameStop told me, is if you don't actually spend the money on something in store, you can go in store and get a $5 xbox or nintendo eShop card so i actually did that because my five dollar reward was about to expire in like two days so i got the five dollar nintendo eShop gift card so you could do that i didn't know that yeah if you're a pro member and you don't use it on something like next month i'll probably use the five dollars off for 3d world because i didn't pay it all the way off i gave it enough to where i can still use the discount because a new one will occur by then. But if you don't buy anything at the store or don't use the coupon online, you can go to the store and actually get a $5 eShop gift card. So the manager told me about that. So definitely going to plan on doing that if I don't get something there. Do you still get the magazine? Yeah. Game Informer? I haven't gotten one in a while because mine expired a little while ago. And because of the pandemic, I didn't really just want to roll up into GameStop. Although at some point, maybe I'll just sign up online. Um well, the funny thing is, I actually saw a copy of GoldenEye on the N64 at the GameStop today, which I was very wow. excited. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, I tweeted it uh, from the Boss Room Twitter account, and I was super stoked to see that there. You already have that, though, right? Yeah, so I didn't pick it up. I mean, I, I wanted to get it just because you never see a retro game at a GameStop anymore, but um, I have <laughs> it, so there's no reason to buy it. <laughs> and it, it, was, it wasn't complete. It just was the cartridge. Yeah, but yeah. Still, it's, it's still cool. I have the um I have the game guide for that. Well, uh one of the reasons why I kind of renewed the pro membership is because I had ordered a lot of cartridge based games from GameStop and they've all come out really good quality. So uh just having that five dollar off in case there's something I want to get that month is great. And now that I know that I can get the eShop gift card on top of that, if I don't spend it, you know, just another incentive to keep that. GameStop gets a lot of bad uh press, especially a lot of stuff's going on with them now, but um, well, they're not getting bad press now. But anyway, uh, I I I never had a problem with my local GameStop. I think they're actually really good, and um, it's not bad if you if you get the subscri- or the membership because you do get some perks. And 
You do save money. Same with my local GameStop. Everyone there has been awesome. Like everyone that works there is great. And um, I definitely I do not want to see that company go. I've never had a problem directly with the, the people who work there. No. I just have a problem with corporate. I get it. The problem I have is that they only give you like a dollar for games. So I don't even That's what I mean by corporate. Yeah. I don't bother trading in games. Other than that, you can still get deals. You can still get some good stuff on clearance. Uh, They even gave me, I went in there and they gave me a whole bunch of marketing stuff, like cool posters. I got these giant Nintendo Switch uh, promo posters that I have packed away. Thank you for listening to The Boss Room. Thank you, Shamster. Boom. Thank you to Imamu. All day. All night. Omi, thank you as well. Yep. My name is Alex Kaz. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore boss room. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel if you search the boss room. We out. and world.